0: Welcome to how to become more podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome Francois from how to become more podcast. Welcoming Ilona Lopari today for an outstanding conversation that we will have something that many people will be looking for connecting the dots between you, your brand, your marketing and your sales. And this is a very interesting introspection that people think that these things are disconnected. We're going to dive into this today. And so, Ilona, welcome. It's good to have you here. Thanks for coming.
1: Francois, thanks so much for having me on your beautiful podcast. Looking forward to having a great conversation and looking forward to match our energies and serve your audience today.
0: Excellent. And likewise to yours. So, a quick introduction. Ilona is known best as a business catalyst. I like that, a catalyst and helping elite business owners become game changers in their field and achieve million dollar and breakthroughs in their business. The way that we were talking before, you said that you've taken much time to craft this message. Business catalyst, what a great word. And it says helping elite business. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're just starting, Ilona is not for you. You need to hit the ground running. She is an expert at making things happen. And it's all crafted in there and become game changers. All of us have a desire to change the world in some way. And you help them actually do this. And I like that you achieve million dollar and breakthroughs in their business. Tell you, Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, even personal if you want, but business is, is interesting about Lilona? What should we know or can we know about you?
1: yeah thank you so much francois for that introduction i've always thought of myself as a mover and a shaker someone that's very interested in growth and involvement so i'm never usually in one spot even as a child i used to always get disciplined by my parents for never listening, always wanting to be the rebel, always wanted to try new things, always, you know, I wanted to do things my way, right? So I think that carry over in my personality as I've grown over the years in my personal and professional uh, side of things too. So. Being a catalyst for me means that we don't settle for the status quo, right? We're always looking to grow as business owners and uh, helping them from all the stages of of their business. My sweet spot is, of course, in the million dollar up to 50 million dollar range of businesses, because that's where I feel I can make the most impact for people and partner with companies um, over the years as I've grown and evolved myself. But I'm natively Albanian. I moved to the U.S. when I was only 15. Uh, I climbed the corporate ladder for many years before I ventured as an entrepreneur. Um, I followed the, the society definition and my parents definition of success because that's why they brought us to this country from a small Eastern European country like Albania to you know to have the American dream right So for many years I did that and I learned that my latest role there was an executive leader that, I achieved everything from the outside that I thought I was supposed to have, but I was not fulfilled. I was not happy. So that's where I started searching for my new found purpose, so to speak. I didn't know what I was going to do. The company, it's like the universe brings in things in your journey to let you know that, okay, that served you well for a certain, you know, you learned the lessons now you got to go to the next phase. So that's sort of, you know, where the personal transformation started for me and the journey of entrepreneurship showed up. Because again, I didn't want to do another 95. I said, now I'm just going to go and build my own purpose-driven company. Because at that point in, in the company, it was great for many years. I'm very grateful for all the growth that I learned, but it turned into a profit-driven culture. So purpose was put in the back end and profit, you know, led the way. And of course the culture turned toxic. Sickly as usual. That's what happens. Um, So I said, okay, I learned that as well. And I've always been in a big corporate environment. So I guess that also helped me to see the big picture and understand that I am that visionary myself and helped me, you know, inspire to learning later on where I sat as an entrepreneur. And of course, I started with Everyone Starts as a little solo entrepreneur. My biggest challenge was. I had to do it all on my own, uh, I, you know, because I was very used to big companies, structured team, people that I always had around me or systems. So I started on the path of executive leadership coaching for a little bit. Then I did some career coaching and as of the last couple of years, I've been stationed as a high-level growth consultant, learning and growing and also connecting the dots between my journey and all the experience I have with all these companies at different phases and stages. And that's where our topic comes in today and also the book that I've written around how to connect the dots between all those different things that we usually hear very separately in our business and how all of those are supposed to work in harmony to grow your company, and to make more impact and also more profit. So everything I learned that purpose is first, mission, purpose, you know, fulfillment is first, and then profit usually follows. So Absolutely. that's what I will share with your audience today.
0: That's awesome. I appreciate that. And, and I like that oftentimes people start with money. Oh, we need to make some money. But when you make that, and and I call it, they start to chase the money. And by definition, if you chase something, it goes away from you. So doing it to purpose-driven and having a mission first, then what you're doing is you're building something, and now you're attracting people to it rather than chasing people. That was awesome. And you dropped so many nuggets in there. You talked also about status quo is, is not something that is acceptable. And for myself, I say that mediocrity is not an option. It's, it's there, and so many people fall in the trap of, And you also said, oh, getting uncomfortable. This is something that people don't want to go, but that's where the growth is. When you're comfortable, everything is smooth and nothing is changing. Hence, nothing is happening. There's no growth. When we're getting comfortable being uncomfortable, that's when the growth starts. And you said, I was in the uh, um, corporate world and it was always the same thing. And I needed to grow. You said, life called me for more. Interestingly enough, Ilona, many people are called, but few people take up the load and make it happen. And that's the difference between people that stay in the corporate as employees and people that actually go into business and become entrepreneurs. And when you talk about entrepreneurs, when you started, you said, when I was a kid, I got scolded because I got disciplined. I need to... But actually... That's why you're a good entrepreneur because an entrepreneur is someone that doesn't want status quo. Is how can I do this better? And people say, hey, you're disrupting me. But that's what being a good business entrepreneur is about. You're disrupting the status quo in order to bring about new results. I absolutely love it. As I said, you've dropped in so many nuggets. You're, you're so used to doing this that you just rolls out of your tongue easily. But for all people here, there is a process and a progression that Ilona went through. And we all need to go through this if we want to get to the next level. That's absolutely awesome. Talk about next level. And before we go, you also wrote some books and not just one. This is interesting. Tell me about that. How did that start? Like, did you? Because a lot of people say, oh, I have to write a book. I have to write a book. But people don't follow through on this. What was the journey? And this is my two ste- two-step two question. Number one, how did you go about saying, hey, I need to write a book? And then How come all three? This is interesting. So, can you say first one, and then how do you get there for the second, the two, the two other ones?
1: Yep. And the fifth one is in the writing. So I will definitely share my journey with how is it that I got connected to book writing. But I would say to pick it back off of what you said, there is an inner voice, there is our intuition speaking to us. We call it God, we call it universe. I don't want to go spiritual on your audience, but I've learned that this whole side is amazing, something I was not taught in my corporate world, right? Being such a driven CEO, you know, numbers, results, all of that. But um there was a You know, inner knowing when you know that it doesn't leave you alone. So it started torturing me, started haunting me everywhere. I would feel the regret. I'm like, I should try it. I should try. There's a reason why I'm Mm. hearing it right? So it will haunt you in a good way if you don't listen to your purpose and your intuition. So that's kind of my uh, my two cents on sort of uh, why you should listen to that and how obviously that is your higher level self speaking to you, right? So it's there for a reason. But book writing came obviously as a um, progression towards my journey. My first book, I, I always, you know, I've been a big um let's say a legacy person like i would like you know whatever work i do i always look at ways how is it that i can uh, create something that's going to resist the changes the disruption the evolvement like what are fundamentals That I've learned in my life personal and professional experience that I could leave with people and years down the line this could be something that they can read and it will still be applicable. So that's how I started writing my first book which was more like a a memoir of my personal life and also a lot of the most important topics that I had learned that will give people some insight on how to have how to uh, create the ultimate life vision and how to discover their purpose. So that's kind of what the first book was about. So I wrote that and then through that process of healing and clarity of writing that first book, I thought I fell in love with the process. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I love this process of writing a book because not only again, it's like me documenting my journey in a way or another. I'm I'm now I have all this knowledge and experience and to me, if I'm not sharing it with others, you know, it's not being purposefully used in the world. So, in a way, that's kind of how I saw my first book and then once I got really addicted to the process, I started documenting because I've always learned how to be very process oriented in my corporate career. So once I understood the process of book writing, then, of course, it's just like I could just keep going at it. And I just structure my information and knowledge. Uh, to, again, give people a blueprint and also be mindful of the time and space and distraction level of people. So only giving people the fundamentals. So that's where my latest book, Purpose Driven Entrepreneurship, talks about only the fundamentals of growing a legacy business. The tactics will change, the strategies will change, technology will change, all of that will change but business is as old as however many years and there's certain fundamentals, just like in life, there's certain principles and values that if you understand and apply those, then you are very solid and strong to sustain whatever level of success is it that you are looking for. So that's kind of you know, I fell in love with that And then after I you know published my fourth uh, book, which is an Amazon uh, bestseller, I'm always kind of intention, putting a a next intention for book writing. So once a year, according to my growth, I usually collect all my experience for the year, and I, you know, brand it for the work I do, and I publish a book a year. (laughs) So my newest one uh, is coming out in January 2023, and it's gonna be called uh, January 2024.
0: 24,
1: 24, right? Um, it's going to be called Visionary Purpose Driven Leadership. So that's more for higher level companies, for CEOs, visionaries like myself that are catalysts. They never stop. They always want to learn and grow to make the most impact and work for purpose and profit. Uh, because I also believe those two have to work hand in hand. Otherwise, you yeah. can't sustain it. So, yeah, that's a little bit about that journey. With book writing. So, but,
0: uh, so one thing that's interesting is you mentioned that at first you did not know and then you started to document what you did and then you organized it because of the CEO uh, mindset that you had that you can organize things. And then you said, hmm, that was interesting. And now you start to document your next journey and then you start to write a book on it. And now you said, now I have my next intention is to document what I'm doing this year so that next year I can actually have a book that's ready. You have brought it down to a science. At first, it was unknown. You took action, imperfect action. Then you create something. And then next thing you know, it becomes habitual because this is one of the things I teach everybody. I says, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we are not, everybody is born naked and upside down. That's it. And so everything else needs to be learned and we need to experience things. And it's scary at first when we don't know. But when we start moving forward in perfect action, we start to find the way, find a path. And I like that you said you document your journey. I'll, I'm going to be vulnerable on this. As one point, my business was very close to six figures a month, and people says you want to sustain this, you need to hire three to five people. I hire three people right away because I, let's make it happen. And I did not have SOPs. <laughs> I spent the next three months, thirty hours a week, trying to tell them how to do. It. And I says this is, I'm, this is wrong. Therefore, having, and I learned a hard way. I tell people, whenever you do something, document the journey. So you can actually show others the path after so it's much easier for you and for them. So these are, and, and you've taken that to the next level, saying, as I document my journey, I can now write books. I absolutely love it. And you said something when we were talking about that we cannot connect the dots looking forward, but we can do it looking backwards. And this is a concept that, A lot of people miss out. Can you explain to me how you got this? And then I'll I'll, I'll put my twist on it. But I'm interested in finding out how you feel this is. We can't connect uh, forward, but we can connect backwards.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to dive into that. But I'd love to also add something for uh, more seasoned entrepreneurs that are listening to the show. When it comes to uh, growing your business, right? I should always suggest two things to take a look at before you even make the next decision of your next hiring decision or the next system that you need to implement. Always look at your business model. Is it sustainable? Sometimes when you get to a certain level of phase and stage, you might have to recreate the whole business model. Whatever business model served you at that point in time, might need to be completely recreated right so take a look at the business model and then the other thing know thyself as the founder i have learned throughout my experience that i'm the visionary i'm the one that has the ideas i'm the one that's moving things forward and i hire an integrator i hire someone to execute i hire pretty much what i was doing for the big company before i left i was a director of operations handling the detail the execution of the day-to-day operations. so that experience gave me a lot of knowledge and expertise Around that area, but if I take all of that away, my highest best self—I'm that visionary. So don't drag yourself down with the things uh, for SOPs and all those things. You know the details of the execution of the vision that you have. There could be someone that is born to do that, right? So I also think that you should find either if you're the visionary find the integrator if you're the integrator find the visionary and then the rest of the pieces will fall into place as you start structuring your company on the right departments and all of that so i would say you know i wanted to share that because i think that came through as you were um speaking of that but let's go back to life vision i think that based on my experience I don't, have, I don't have experience of the future. I only have visions and I only have awareness level. And of course, we all have limitations. So I only can see the future as big as my mind, right? And all the inner work that I've been doing with myself. Now, when I look back to my past, that's where I can get some context around, hold on, how did those things that happened to me affect me? how do, what what are the learnings that i derive from my personal experience for my growing up for all the people that impacted me in my life positively and negatively and how is it now i can do two things take all the positive use it in the present to take action to help me build for the vision of the future and take out all the lessons that i didn't that i needed to learn And then use that in the positive way to help me with my decision making and my wisdom in the present moment so that I could create the life that I want in the future. And we're always creating from the level of awareness, right? And that's why I say that the vision that we have always expands because the more our awareness level rises, the more we start to connect the dots in our individual journey as we take action. And hopefully we take aligned action. That's another difference between just taking action for the sake of just working hard to working smart, right? Doing the inner work so your action is aligned with you and listening to that inner voice that I really ignored for like three years before I ventured out in this journey. So all those dots that are coming towards us, it's connected to our purpose. There's a reason why when I hear a talk, I connect like five things that are meaningful to my purpose. And you, Francois, can hear the same talk. And you are going to talk, you're going to like connect different things. Because you are unique, you're individual. And your purpose is different from me in the, on this earth. And I like that you said that we all come empty handed, right? We all come uh, as an open book. And then we're writing all our chapters as we grow and evolve. But our job as humans is just to do self-discovery and evolve so that we connect those dots towards our you know, journey very much more easily and then stay in that purpose and just listen to what are the things that are speaking to you because it's not by chance that they are doing so. So that's kind of my perspective on I how it. I feel that whole thing evolves and connects together.
0: Interesting, you talked about clarity at the beginning of the interview that we talked about on the show. You said clarity is paramount. And now we're coming to, hey, if we're connecting the dots, am I aligned where I want to go? Unless you have clarity, you'll never know. So clarity needs to be at the beginning. Where are we going? What is that purpose and profit that we want? Okay, so what's the purpose? What's the vision? What are we going to do? And then profit comes as we add value to people. That's awesome. I like the the connecting the dots. Uh, Bob Proctor, which is uh, an amazing uh, personal mentor of mine when he was alive, he said something that only ignorance and lack of imagination is slowing people down. And now I'm going to bring a new perspective to connecting the dots backwards. Of course, if I'm here and I'm looking at what am I going to do in the future, I don't know how to connect the dots because I have not been there. But Bob was teaching us, which I teach, which is fantastic, says, What if you put yourself in the future and says, who is the person that has achieved that million dollar business, that million dollar net worth, bank account, cash, whatever it is that you want. Uh, you need to be clear on it. So what does that person do? How does he or she walk, talk, think? What does the agenda look like? What's the structure around that person? And from there, once you start to create it from there, then you're connecting the dots backwards because you're already there. And then all you need to do is go back to the beginning and then implement those steps as on perfect that they will be. You'll correct, course correct as you go. But it's going to help you to get there faster because connecting the dots, we can't do it going forward, but we can do it going backwards. And our imagination is a wonderful tool that we can use. I, I often talk about Tesla, not Tesla the car, but the, the, the Tesla original, the guy with the funny goatee. He, he did something that was pretty amazing. Uh, when, whenever we are faced with problems, if we relax in the alpha state, then, then our limiting beliefs are gone. And then we can think more clear. He would sit in the chair and have a steel ball in his hand and have a metal piece at the bottom right beside the chair. And he will hold it and you would relax and, and then visualize what it is that he wanted to do. And then whenever he would fall asleep, he would drop the ball. Clank, it would wake him up, and then he would go back and do it again. So he would put himself into a state mm-hmm. that is more conducive to creation. But what he did, and many, I, I love the guy, what he did is he was creating models in his mind and then throwing, punching holes into it to find out what's not working and doing this in his mind. And so because he said, I didn't have no money. I couldn't build models and then waste cash on it. I had to build it in my mind and try to make it as perfect as I could. Once it was good, then I would put it out and I would get some traction much faster. Interesting, our imagination can, I don't know how I got to this one, but Tesla is fantastic and connecting the dots. We can do it in our minds first and then we implement. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, when you do this, unless you have someone like, for example, Ilona, to help you connect those dots, you can make them and say, okay, I know what can be done. But through your expertise, you can help them connect in a way that is a sure foundation rather than a slippery one. This is also something we can't do it alone. The day we think we know it all is the day we start to fall is one of my biggest saying. And I say to myself as well, we always need to learn. You need to learn because there's so much. Actually, the more we know, the more we realize we don't know much.
1: <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, <he did. laughs>
0: So what gets you fired up as far as being an entrepreneur? Like you talk about the impact, but what gets you fired up about being an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, no, I love that perspective on connecting the dots. That to me is working smart. That's why I'm always very interested in my subconscious levels of awareness because the more we can unrail, a lot of those things holding us back, you come up with those models that only you can come up with. And it makes you... If we're going to talk about competitive in the business, you know, in any industry that we are operating in, that right there is the way to build a personal brand that's authentic because you've seen it in your mind and you're the one executing it, right? So you're not- There's no competition
0: when you're in creation.
1: Yeah, so that's amazing. What drives me, Francois? what I've learned in my journey, which is why I stay so heavily in my business mind and in the business arena of entrepreneurship is seeing other service, hard driven entrepreneurs make an impact through their work and using the channel of entrepreneurship to do just that, to um, first of all, live a life of purpose do work that is meaningful for them and they find that that's their purpose, that's their impact. This is why they're here on earth and that's the work they're called to do. And then third of all, seeing all the multiplication of how now through that, they're helping so many more people. So it's almost like you help one and then that one helps 10, 20, 30. So the more their company grows, the more impact they get to make. The more i continue and grow on the journey with them as partners in the journey right so that's really it. what fires me up and that's why i love the people i attract because they all are passionate have you know their heart in the right place and the thing that i do for them and the gap that i found in the marketplace especially with us hard driven People that want to serve, they want to help others, is the other part of how to do the branding, the marketing, the sales, the systems, and the team, so they can bring in the profit side of things to sustain this impact. Because yes. uh, it's not enough. That's just half of the journey. Your purpose, you figured it out, you believe in it, you're doing, you're making an impact. But that's the biggest gap. That not only should you be making impact, but you also should be making you know, money and sales from that and then money and profit in good hands can help people reinvest in their businesses, hire more team, find new channels to reach more people to help and so on and so forth. So it's just like the gift that keeps on giving. So that's really like what where my bigger vision is for the work that I do.
0: I like the fact that you talked about it's important to have the vision, but all that vision needs to have a mold in which it is poured in order to become a physical, tangible thing that can actually produce results. Because if it's just fluff, oh, great ideas, great vision, mission statement, that's good. But what's the vehicle in which you pour it? What's that structure that will hold it together and then make a difference in the marketplace? And I love what you said. I call it the ripple effect. And, and that's what I like, too. Psychic money that we get from this. You go to bed at night and you said, man, I helped. A few more people today, and they called me, or they sent me a text or email saying, "This thing is working." Yes, that that psychic money is one that is empowering, indeed. And as you said, I like it said, the impact I get by helping entrepreneurs for them to help you to help more people. I love it. That's how I, uh, how to how do you become more is helping people become more as well. It's cool, cool. So, what's the biggest? And this is this is we're shifting gear here, Ilona. And they, you're going to be vulnerable on this one if you want, but I suggest you do because you're a powerful woman. You're making things happen. And then oftentimes when we talk to entrepreneurs, says, how's it going? He says, it's going great. But sometimes it's not going great in the back office and we're freaking out about, and we think something's wrong with us. And this is the wrong place to be. So what I like in this show is to get some vulnerability and says, hey, everybody hits a wall every now and then. So can you unpack maybe one of the times that, You hit a wall and you in the morning, you wanted to put the blanket over your head and says, I don't want to see this day. So obviously you overcame it because we're talking now. So can you explain or that little journey or maybe one or two examples of this happening to Ilona?
1: Yeah, no, I love that question because it is so easy to just focus on the positive and all the things that we're doing that sometimes you give people the wrong idea that. This process of involvement and growing is is a mess, you know, it's not messy. It's just like, okay, one, two, three, go, do it. Right. No, it's it's definitely a process that is a messy process. And I share sort of my lessons around that, how I look at it now versus when I first kind of one example is at the beginning of my business where I was Obviously didn't have that foundation, didn't have the awareness that I needed. Yes, I did have a lot of professional experience. I knew how to build businesses and all of that. But, you know, me building a business model that was so small for the impact that I wanted to make, but it's because due to fear. I didn't have the people. I didn't believe in my services. I didn't have a framework. I didn't have... um things that at least or my imposter syndrome creeped up and told me that I don't have enough. Like whatever I'm offering is not enough as a value because I would just compare myself to everyone on their year 10 or year five or year a million, right? Because I'm like I should be further along than I am because I do have that experience. So I think comparing and contracting sometimes of connecting the dots in the past and in the you know in, in the future is staying in your, you know, in your lane. Right now I'm going through a process transition myself because I'm scaling now to eight. I have to restructure a lot of my business models that have carried me really well to this point. Um, but because now I have that awareness of the process, I'm not afraid of that. I just, you know, stay back and kind of align, intuitively align where is it that I wanna be. And what are the right resources and people that are going to support me at this phase and stage? And I would do nothing without a mentor. I believe in this industry 100%. There's a lot of people here in this industry for the right reason, condensing decades into years. I mean, that's friggin' amazing. Like the fact that you can get someone's experience that has that blueprint and can save you so much time, you're still going to do your own growth and learning. No mentor can remove that from you but I'm always working with a mentor. I'm always learning and growing. How is it that I navigate an area that is unknown to me because I am in this phase and stage of growth. And not only do I help myself through it, but also I have so much more wisdom to carry for my clients because now when they go through it, I'm like, been there, done that. Here's how we can navigate it. I'll give you some ideas so you stay authentic but saving them time and money and all of that. And I would say time is the biggest commodity because money, obviously, is something that we can, uh, once you learn, you know how to generate it. Um, But I would say, yeah, those would be two things that I learned around that. I'm just going through that messy process myself right now. But uh, definitely more resilient, more um, on the calm path about it, um, and whatever growing pains, like I had to just restructure some of my team and all of that, right? These are just all growing pains. Maybe a few people that are part of my vision up until now are probably not the right people to carry me over for the next thing, right? So we do Which have you to make some you know, tough decisions, but we have to do it, obviously, for the greater good. And I'm always thinking that how is it that whatever it is it, I'm, you know, this decision that I'm making in the present moment, how is it serving the good of the vision and the mission that we're moving forward? So making those decisions, not out of fear, but more out of faith and vision, it kind of keeps me very aligned and um, takes me off of like sort of, you know, urgency decisions of like, I will never choose to do the easy thing. I will choose to do the hard thing because I know like it will uh, serve me very well later. So Excellent. Go through those hard things, but know that you're coming uh, out on the other side uh, with more uh, wisdom and growth and also with the best results that align with you.
0: You said two words that I really like. You said comparing and contracting. Whenever we compare ourselves to others that have been doing it for way longer than us, we're automatically contracting. And when you're contracting, there's no more flow coming into your life and you need to let this go. And so the the nugget that I have from this is, okay, you can compare to make sure, like, am I totally out to lunch, but not compare yourself so much that you contract and then you're not taking action anymore and yourself is not there. And you said clarity. You mentioned it again, because of my clarity, I know where I'm going. I'm going to serve the greater good. And that is your beacon that enables you to move forward. But I love this. When you're comparing, you're contracting. Stop comparing to contract compare maybe to grow, but not to contract. That was absolutely amazing. So what's, what's one of the things that, that you learned from this? You say, you say you, 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 to me anyways, you jumped and you said, Oh, from this, I gained resilience, which is great. But what's the biggest lesson that you learned that enabled you to gain resilience? If, if that makes sense as a question.
1: Yeah. Well, one is the faith that whatever's happening, whatever Thing I'm trying to move forward and it's not working to how I thought it would be working. It's just that it's just not the the right timing at this point. So I've learned to let go of things, to let things go. go. If it's not for me, if somebody else is giving me a sign that this is just not the right priority for me, then I will listen to that and surrender. (laughs) So I would say that would be the first one. The other thing is focusing on the process of evolvement rather than the destination there's no destination, like whatever I'm I have right now in my physical material life was only a vision a couple of years ago. And look at me, I still need to grow, I still need to evolve, I still need to be fulfilled. And my soul still needs to evolve, right. So I've learned that nothing is a destiny, you know, there's no destination. It's all a process of enjoying myself through, through the process of the journey. So then that really helps me to stay very level-headed when I'm making, again, that fast decision that I think will get me the quick result right away and fall in that trap. I'm not saying that obviously there are strategies, there's things that you use that could give you, you know, a fast result. I'm always open. Like I'm always a process uh, student, a student of the process. How do I make it better? How, How do I make it faster? Also because of other people that I help. But not to make that decision out of the fear-based mindset that I need to have it now. So just learning to pace yourself and enjoy the process that whatever's whatever's mine, whatever's part of connected to my purpose will find me. I mean, I'm doing my part. I'm taking action. I'm growing every day. I'm staying disciplined. I'm doing what I have to do. Right. And that's really all I can do as a human and then let the rest of the things support my courage, which is universe and other things that will always support when you have courage and you go for the, the gut um, decisions that I find will be the best, the more the ones that are going to move me further, faster without even trying.
0: And, and I love you said at one point, another nugget you drop, it says never make decisions out of fear. That's the worst place to do, make a decision from. And it comes back to, again, if you have clarity or your clarity is going to make sense to make a decision that's better. But so many times, oh, it's not working and we get frustrated and we make decisions. Those are the worst decisions. You don't make decisions out of frustration, out of fear. We need to be clear headed. And again, that clarity needs to be there as a guiding light to help us know where to go. I, I absolutely love it. Cool. So what would you, or what words of encouragement would you give to a struggling entrepreneur?
1: Hmm. Um, the first thing is get help and get support. Um, there's hmm. a reason why maybe the actions you've been taking has not created the results that you're looking for. I always say that this journey of entrepreneurship, as much as it's open and limitless and all of that, there is still frameworks, there are still steps that you have to follow in order. <laughs> so to speak so that's kind of what i've done with my work put the right steps in order for people so you don't skip a step and then you might be you know in the wrong phase and stage of your business focusing on different priorities or a business model and you haven't built an audience so you haven't branded yourself but then obviously you want to charge higher prices and you want to build trust and you lack trust right so there's like things that gotta work together I think that's why most people get frustrated. If you've never, you know, um, if you've never done something before, information is great, but you have to find what you said, a mentor that already been there, done that, because they have the framework. They can save you so much time. And they have them in order, you know. Uh, They're like, okay, no, wrong move right now. Let's do this. And let's focus you on the right priority. And that's what unlocks your results. Because not only, you know, you're not getting results probably on the, physical end of things, but also all our hidden beliefs, our old stories, our old paradigms, all of that stuff that's kind of (laughs) adding to that pile. So I would say if you are struggling, first of all, go back to the drawing board, get some clarity spend some time with yourself, meditate a little bit. What is it that you want to do and derive the lessons from why it hasn't been working? Because even in that path that has, it has not worked. There's so much great wisdom that you can use. So then now you can recalibrate recenter and clarify, you know, what is it that you need to do and who are the right resources or the people that I need to align with value wise as well, so that I can take those baby steps again towards making more progress towards what is it that you are looking for. So even if you're struggling, it's a great, there's great lessons in that. I mean, there's periods of times when there's a lot of things that don't go my way, but I've just learned to do the same process over and over. Go back, go back to drawing board. What did I learn? Okay. What do I need? Who are the people? What are the resources? Who are the relationships I need to build? So go back and redo it over and over and through enough action, you'll break through. Don't worry. So far, the process. Awesome.
0: <laughs> I, I like the uh, the advice that you give at the beginning. It says, get help and get support. We can't do it alone. And it's something that is so paramount. Time is something that is not a non-renewable <laughs> asset that we have. And therefore, we need to spend it wisely. And getting help and getting support, I always say that through our eyes. Actually, this morning, I had a client. And I helped him with, with clarity in his business. And then... I do sales and mindset. And he has this other person that does marketing. I don't do marketing. And so he's telling me, I'm confused with this, this, and that. I says, well, did you ask if there's a process? Well, there's so many things I have to do. I says, is there a process? It's funny you ask. I says, just before we got together this morning, he sent me an email. and says, this is the process to make it step by step. I go, duh. And then the lesson from this was, again, get help, get support. If you're unsure, pick up the phone. Ask. Ask people, is this the way it is? Should it be done differently? And then when you ask questions, I says the worst questions are the ones you don't ask. These are the dumbest questions. The ones that you ask get answers because every problem has a solution because there's an up, there's a down, there's a light, there's a darkness, there's an inside, there's an outside. So if there's a problem, there's a solution. If you don't know it, ask someone that does. So getting help, getting support is paramount. I have coaches myself. You can't do it alone. It's It's paramount. I love it. Good. So what would be, just switching gear, do you have a special MVP, which is mission, vision, passion, formula that you can share with the audience? And I think it's got to do with the book that you're talking about or even the title of today, right? Connecting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's where it all starts. And I love that you shared that about getting support because I also vision cast for my clients and my communities and everyone. I think if people don't understand how is that action that they're taking in their business fitting to the bigger thing that they want to create it's so easy to get overwhelmed because you don't see the you don't see why you have to do it you don't even see how that connects you know to the bigger thing because what i find is people will do the work people will be very happy and fulfilled even though they don't get you know tangible results yet in the business if they're working on the right priorities because that's the process of involvement they know they're working towards a greater good, right? And that was me many years, even in my corporate career, my personal journey. If I don't understand what I'm working towards, forget it. I'm not taking action. And I'm the biggest action taker. But I think that's the missing piece between, you know, maybe other people in the market trying to teach tactics. Do that. Well, maybe try that strategy. Maybe try that. Like, you know, see what sticks. That's the problem, right? So people have to understand back to connected to their vision, what is it they're trying to do? And that's exactly the beginning process with me as well, with anyone that comes my way, discovering their personal values, which will become their company values because I only stay with service providers and I know that this area very well. So your personal values will become your company values. So let's discover those core values, first of all, and then let's work on that vision and mission that you are there to do in the world. And then all the dots that we're going to connect together, it's all supposed to help and align you with that bigger vision and mission. And I find that once people have that awareness and clarity All the day-to-day, you know, growth, uh, growing pains of maybe doing a live video or doing a live interview like this, right, depending on their level of experience of skill, because I think everything is a learnable skill, right? There's talent. Great. Once you discover your talent, you still got to evolve it. Right. And develop it. But skills, we can learn any skill, any, any skill, any age, any industry, any of that, because I studied neuroscience. I know that for sure. We can always learn any skill. But I think the missing piece for a lot of especially online entrepreneurs is, is so easy, low barrier entry. You start a business. They're missing all these bigger things and that's why they're frustrated and now they become a copycat of another business and brand. And of course, that's why you're not seen or heard and you're not getting the traction that you are looking for. So I would say discover your personal values, uh, vision and mission and start to become, you know, innerly aligned. Make sure that that is really what you are creating piece by piece and you're not getting your society's blueprint, you're not getting... Someone else that you see is blueprint. It's your own. You're like recreating your own life, so to speak. And then your business just becomes the mission and the way that you make money out of it. And also you make an impact out of it.
0: I love it. I love it. That's cool. That's it. And again, back to clarity. its What you're doing is an extension of you, not a copy of someone else. Copy of someone else, glass ceiling, you're limited. If it's an extension of you, then it can grow and grow in as much as you continue to grow yourself. Cool. What's next on your to do list? Any professional projects or plans in the future?
1: (laughs) There's always uh, things that are aligning with me, right? I mean, I have my other book I'm working towards um, building a massive community. I'm always focusing on impact, you know, building relationships. Speaking is something that I'm being called to and it's probably something that I'm doing. I'm going to be doing moving forward much better and that's why I'm creating a lot of structure and systems around me. So I remove myself from some of the things that, you know, were I was needed at that point that I was in. Um, so that's kind of, you know, I have impact goals that I am always, you know, uh, focused and very disciplined around. Uh, but, yeah, that's more speaking, more, you know, writing, a more high level consultancy, making bigger impact with more with companies that are at different levels of sales and impact and really, you know, doing what I was born to do. Once you discover it, it's hard to shy away from that. It just becomes who you are. Who you so that's are. learning, Excellent. even through my company, which is called The Life School, is that we're always lifelong learn- learners. And once you learn something about you you cannot learn it so then you just sometimes it's the leadership responsibility of knowing i'm like oh my gosh now i have to actually do all of the stuff So so in some ways you know it might feel like a lot of responsibility on your shoulders the more you learn and grow but yes. it depends on you know, the way that you look at it. And you're just like, okay, now I get to be more and do more. So there's always evolvement. Um, it will always be part of my journey because one of my personal values is growth. And I just found entrepreneurship as a channel to always grow. So
0: never, eh? Always changing, always <laughs> yeah. evolving. a
1: process.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is great. And, and the ripple effect that we have is cool. So we said, and just for fun, if you had a superpower, what would it be? And do you remember what you wrote down?
1: Uh, If I have a superpower, it would be... um,
0: To heal, you said. What is it? To heal people is what you wrote.
1: To heal people, yeah. And I wrote that at that point in time intuitively. So to just really help them uncover their limitless potential and and work Mm. with people um, so that they can have a holistic... um, approach to life, not only one area, but really understand how to align all these different things with their purpose and how to discover that. And every stage and phase of life to never stop to learn and grow um, so they can in this, at least in this physical, uh, you know, uh, earth, right? As long as physically we're here, because I believe there's life after and spiritual and all of that. But, Likewise. you know, use this, use this physical body that we are, you know, uh, handed out to really grow and evolve and take a lot of people with you, make a positive impact, you know, uh, affect people globally in, in, in other communities and just, yeah, keep at it. But healing people, I think healing them through the limitless potential they have, that's kind of where my take with that is, or you know, finding their their purpose and always reigniting what that purpose is as as they grow and evolve.
0: Perfect, I like the the fact you said holistic approach. I'm a gold medal Canadian champion in Taekwondo, and one of the things that we always, the master used to say is body, mind, spirit. There's three things, it's a three-legged stool. If you're only on two legs, the, and you sit you're, you're going to fall on one leg, there's no stability. So, there needs to be more stability that holistic approach that you talked about body, mind, and spirit. They exist, and we need to take care of it. You're going to have all the money in the world. And if you're out of shape and you can't, and you're sick all the time, like, how are you going to enjoy this? And if you have no spirituality, then you win the world for what? <laughs> it's like there needs to be things that, and I like the, the word holistic that you use that encompasses that in, in a very good way. Cool. So if people were to want to get a hold of you, is, uh, is the uh, website uh, that you have uh, some place that would be good for them? Such as right here, Ilona.
1: LopariCoaching.com is the hub. They'll find, <laughs> they'll find all my stuff there. So that's where they can go. There's a free masterclass where I put together my framework in helping them grow legacy business. Um, so they're more—they're more uh, than they're more they're so they're welcome. The master masterclass to help that.
0: them understand the structure of what you do—that's awesome, and that's available mm-hmm. on your website for everybody. So everybody listening, you know sorry, <coughs> Ilona, I have a hard time. Ilona Lopari coach. Lopari Coaching. <laughs> Ilona Lopari Coaching.
1: Yeah. Yes, Ilona Lopari
0: Coaching. Dot com and going there it's on, it's on the the screen right now and it'll be in the, the description as well so got, from there you can get access to some information from you that uh, webinar class that you have or seminar that's available for people to find out more about you and then through there they can connect with you and I'm sure get some a pulse of what it is my favorite thing is people says what can you do for me and I always say <laughs> prescription without analysis is malpractice. We need to talk. I, And that's right. what it is for you as well, Ilona. You need to find out if there's some things that resonate with Ilona or myself, pick up the phone, do something, reach out and find out because you don't know what you don't know and someone else can help you out. So I really appreciate it. Any last words of wisdom that you'd like to drop before we leave?
1: Yeah, and alignment is key for me, too, at this phase and stage that I'm in, aligning people with, you know, the right opportunities. And even with the work we do, I'm always working around quality and not quantity. So I think it's important to do that. But final words is, um, you know, understand that there's there's a purpose. There's a reason why we are born. And discovering that is your first step towards living a life of fulfillment, making an impact in the world. And waking up every day with no alarm clock, with no need to be motivated externally, all this bumble jumble that we thought we needed, because that purpose will pull you like a magnet. It will pull I love you it. Like the greatest, it's like you're going towards it intuitively. So align all these things. It's like a house, reorganize your home. You know, we're talking about that, Francois, before house stuff, how much junk sometimes we accumulate. Right. So clear the house, discover your values, discover your, you know, get some clarity around that. And then once you have that, do take that next step and just stay faithful to the process and just keep taking the next steps. Have a lot of patience for yourself and the journey, a lot of compassion and just trust that every step you are taking is just making you better and leading you to the next right thing for you that is connected and aligned with your individual personal journey as well.
0: I love it. Thank you so much. This is great. And it comes down to one of the things that I say. it's Bob Proctor, I'm sure you got it from someone else, but he says there's two important times in your life, the day you're born and the day you find out why. And once you find out why, then you become unstoppable. And this is great. And I like to end the show always saying the same thing. Stop tiptoeing through life, everybody listening right now. There's a message inside of you. Don't die with your song still inside of you. Get it out. If you don't know how, get some help. Get some support. Someone has a problem and only you can solve it. So don't be quiet. Spread it out. Make people know that you exist and you can solve it. It's your duty. Find it and make it happen. God bless everybody. Thank you, Ilona, for coming here today and sharing some of your wisdom. And until next time, everybody, make it a great day. Thank you. Thank you so
1: much.